You're listening to the Sports Scramble Podcast, where four friends serve up a weekly plate of sports with a side of SEC bias. Now, here are your hosts, Chet, Jacob, Wade, and Tyler. Welcome in, everybody, to this week's episode of the Sports Scramble Podcast, brought to you by our friends over at Belly Up Sports. We've got the full crew on tonight uh, to talk all things kind of sports world. Not a whole lot going on. Uh, of course, we have the Daytona 500 that was rained out today. We got our NASCAR Neil update at the end of the show. Uh, we had some sickness out there in California at the Genesis. Uh, watch <laughs> out if you're planning on eating the In-N-Out anytime soon. Um and it, who can forget the dunk contest in NBA All-Star Weekend? Tyler, how many points were scored by the winning team in the NBA that's, All-Star Game? This is the representation of the NBA Weekend. It was a snooze. Snooze. <laughs> Poor Mac McClung, back to the G League. The man can't get it. Jalen Brown, like, what are you doing? Like, hey, let me just go dunk over Kai Sinat, who was like five foot three and sitting down on the chair. That's a great idea for a dunk. Yeah. What are the gone are the days of Blake Griffin dunking over a car? I want to see Zion in this thing. I mean, I know he'll never do it because he's appears to be pretty lazy. I don't want to see uh, Zion. Dude, they were playing on a glass court. You can't have Zion out there. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> he'd be torn ACL immediately or he'd be through the court. How do they do that, by the way? Does anybody know? They change like the – is it like LED? Shutter-resistant glass. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, it's just projection. Huh. Um, it was kind of a snooze fest. No defense, of course, played in the All-Star game, as you would expect. Uh, final score of that, I think it was 211 to 186. Do I have that right? Let me look. Uh, yes, you do. Ooh, see, look at me. Wow. Uh, did you watch the, it? <laughs> I did not watch it. I saw it on Twitter this morning. Uh, the East one, right? Dan yeah. got the back-to-back MVP, won a three-point contest. We had Steph. Um First, oh, her name for Sabrina. Sabrina. Uh, Sabrina Ionescu. That was a heck of a. Breaking about as many points as anybody in the three point contest. Yeah. So it was, uh, I mean, there were some highs from the All Star game. There were some lows from the All Star weekend. Uh, But we're back to, I mean, one guy had like eight straight threes to open the game. Uh, Halliburton from Indiana. The man was on fire. So obviously, no defense played. Uh, they should have just gave him the MVP. I mean, it was in Indiana. Yeah, they booed Dame. Give it to the hometown here. I saw on Twitter this morning that they actually booed, booed Dame uh, Lillard uh, when when he he won it. They didn't give it to Halliburton. Uh, but Tyler, what other basketball news you you had? You posed the question on our TikToks and Shorts today. Uh, what professional sports league has best All Star Weekend? So I'll open it to four. All of y'all and commenters get in there. Uh, Jacob, you start us off. What sport has best all star weekend? The best all star weekend. Um, let's go baseball. I think the MLB has the best all star weekend. I just think that everybody gets super hyped for the home run derby. Um, I think the futures game is even people attend that. Um, and of course, the MLB, you know, All Star Game. I think it's a little more serious than it used to be in the past. You know, I think it's gone in the right direction versus basketball, which has gone the wrong direction. Um, 
I think guys actually take it seriously, you know, but they have fun and they enjoy the weekend. Uh, and it, uh, I, I think it's really good. I, I'd love to go to an MLB All-Star uh, one day. Where's I it think the shoot? NH. Yeah. I have no idea. I have no wait, idea. Wait, come on. <laughs> wait, wait, you know this. I know it's Philly. Atlanta. Is there it next go. year? <clears throat> yeah, I think it's in Philly, and then it's in – no, I think it's in San Diego, then Philly, then Atlanta. Neil says it's just in Atlanta had it in San Diego. What's well, uh, in Philly I'll, this I've year. got the, the Google machine. But I've researched. Uh, but uh, but – to 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 fill the time while Chet tippity taps on his fingers there, um, Arlington, Texas. Oh, y'all were all wrong. Okay, the well, in Philly the next year, right? July sixteenth, twenty twenty four, in Arlington, Texas. Hey, get a little All Star Weekend action going here this summer. Make a trip, Fudge. Your wish is my command. Let's make it happen. <laughs> hey, as long as you're paying, I'm happy. No. That's, um, that's not but no, I think it. Uh, I think it's best. I think the NHL is too weird now. Like, I don't know who saw the NHL All Star Game. Uh, mm-hmm. This not a big hockey guy, ago. so I can't. It can't was really just really strange. But I, I like the idea of like bringing in uh, some other people, like like some celebrity captains. Kind of cool with the actual captains. Um, but the whole setup's just really weird. Like, like the the skills competition. I like the million dollar prize thing. That's kind of cool, um, but I don't like the way they set it up. It's just really weird. Uh, but baseball, by far, I think takes the cake. We really only have hockey, baseball, basketball, football, golf. Obviously, doesn't golf's do all star game is the Ryder Cup or the President's Cup. That's true. I, I guess you could say that. Um, sock does soccer do one yeah mls does one they uh their all-star game is hey let's play uh either real madrid or barcelona against one of our yeah that's our MLS people. so let's just have our all-stars get absolutely shit on on the soccer pitch well, hey they got messy now so they can actually compete that, well, champions league champions league all-star weekend is like every weekend what sports am i missing here guys help me out i think that uh, doesn't nascar have an all-star race they do they do I mean, is there an all-star darts competition? Probably. Well, I know there's an all-star bowling. PBA has an all-star all-star uh, thing. Type on the Google machine here while the Wade all-star gives for bowling answer. has to be like on Wii Sports, where you have to knock down uh, all 100 pins or either. <laughs> there you go. Put it up on the <laughs> on the gutters. On the rail there. <laughs> hit the hit the click thing there, and they all yep. fall down. Yep. Let's see what. No, I don't that even know what all have all a Wii stars. Sports All Star thing. That would be sick. That that, that would be nice. something else. So this talks about MLB All Star League reigning supreme. You have NBA, NFL. Um, doesn't really answer my question. All right, Google. You I think the now. Pro Bowl's. I think the Pro Bowl is kind of lame. I I don't know. I think it's uh, it's stupid. I the flag football in, thing is kind of. I like dumb. the Pro Bowl games, but not the flag football. Yeah, game. I like the skills challenge stuff. It's a little different. Mm-hmm. I mean, the actual. I think it's stupid. They do it indoors, like they do the the skills competition stuff, like indoors. You need like, some elements in there. But I think it's stupid. Like I, they need to do that in the stadium that they're playing in. I think. That's a good point. That's a good point. Wade, what's your pick for favorite All Star Weekend? I still think it's baseball uh, for all the reasons you you guys mentioned. But even baseball, let me tell you, the problem is 
you never see all-star level pitching because the guys that pitch the Friday and Saturday before get scratched Mm -hmm. for the all-star break. Um, But I like, you know, it's probably the one I watch every year. So if I, by that regard, I got to go baseball. I think what you're going to see though, is these like skill-based competitions for each one, because let's be real, all of the games are like a joke. Now you got flag football, you got baseball where they got the guys mic'd up and, they're not going to steal bases. They're not going to throw high and in. Uh, yeah, they're not risking injury for a right. game that doesn't matter. All these guys are so injury conscious now. And then I get it for the in-season ones. I mean, you got a lot more to play for in baseball and basketball as well. But I just kind of wish they did some skill competitions and maybe up the prizes so the guys gave it a, a damn about it. They're not shooting left-handed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I just think that that's the, the general trend that's going. I don't think you're going to see a traditional all-star game per se. That I want them you. to do like – No, hockey, they probably do, still hit the crap out of each other. They could do that like Japan. Japan no, they don't hit each other in hockey. Unfortunately, it's three-on-three. Three. Like hockey is three-on-three. Three. It's really lame. Um, it's like the overtime thing now. So uh, I – I elect that they should probably do a five on five, but they don't put that many guys on the all-star roster. So they break it up into four teams. It's not like hockey's weird. Cause they have like six different divisions. It's, it's insane. Hockey makes no sense. They need to have a hardest hitting competition where they just body yes. check somebody into the wall. They, they need to set up like the thing you see at the arcade with where, that you punch and it yeah. tells you how hard you hit it. Set that up in like, a person like a, like a dummy and just have a body check people and see what happens and that person gets like a one of those linebackers too you know? breaking the body when they yeah, absolutely i like that way put it put in the nfl skills challenge for the linebackers see who can cause the hardest concussion that's a it's a great <laughs> oklahoma drill. yeah the big cat drill like lsu does in spring training just line them up linebacker running back baby let's see who can run each other over I like the idea of I like the idea of baseball bringing in like, uh, like steal a base like who's the fastest guy like, in that scenario. Like I think it would the be interesting. You know, like yeah, not like you know, first to second would be you know, a time. Japan situation. has a bunting home run derby. That's yeah. fantastic. That's <laughs> amazing. Like, like That's a couple awesome. of minutes. Ago. <laughs> yeah, that is amazing. Um, while we're on this kind of topic, what what skill challenge do you think you could do as an amateur that's done in professional sports? Do you think you could kick a 30-yard field goal, get 10 yards rushing if you have four downs and you're going against the defense? Or could you hit a home run in a major league stadium, make a birdie on a PGA course or a par? We'll set the bar at par. Um, make Make a three with an NBA defender. What's out of all those if you got a hundred tries, well, I guess a hundred doesn't really work well. If you got twenty tries, which one do you think you could do? I think the passing competition in the uh, NFL. Like we saw all those quarterbacks struggle so badly on like ten yard throws. I like to think that I could step back and hit like a ten yard throw, twenty yard throw. You know. But with a full on rush in your face, I'm talking yeah, like don't have a rush. Game. They're sitting there in a ball I'm cap in a game scenario. <laughs> oh, like Neil says, oh, field goals I, in the comments. Oh. But could you do it with a full on team coming at you on special teams? Uh, <laughs> I think I could like get a punt off. 
Okay. Well, that wasn't one of the challenges, but we'll give you the point. Uh, Jacob, do you think you could make a, a par in a PGA regulated event with a full long gallery lying I down think the I, fairways? I mean, if you gave me 20 tries, I think I could get used to it after about halfway through. Maybe, maybe. I, I did could, phrase the question. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I, I I think that I probably could could get a par. Um, at least I don't have somebody running at me full speed while I'm trying to hit a golf ball. So like, I guess that's that's a plus. Yeah. It's just baseball. Let's, let's, re- let's rephrase <laughs> yeah, the question. Yeah. Let's rephrase the question. You get a million dollars if you accomplish this. Okay, so there's a million dollars. Making a bar at Beth Page Black. There's no way but I'm not doing that. Like <laughs> the other team or the opposers know that you get a million dollars, and it comes out of their paycheck. So oh. if you're if you're going up against LeBron James and you have to make a three pointer in an NBA arena, obviously he's gonna he's not gonna let you do that. You got you versus. I mean, he might. He is. He has a lot of money. <laughs> like, true. You got you versus. Uh, Give me a linebacker name. Tyler. Demario Davis. Demario Davis. And you got to get 10 yards. And you got four downs to get 10 yards. Do you think you can get it? Nope. Man. I would probably get negative two or more a yards. million dollars. I would get sliced in half. Tyler's body from getting absolutely <laughs> obliterated. Uh, or kick out a field goal. You got a million dollars on the line. Like, yeah, you could say, oh, it's easy if I get 20 tries, but with that million dollars added in, uh, I don't really know where I was going with this, but it was something that, I don't know, with skills challenges, if regular amateurs. I don't think I could make a par if I had a million dollars on the line. That's a lot of really? pressure. I think the Just pressure one time, to- like, I mean, like the first time you ever played it, you're talking? Yeah. I think that that, that tee shot is a duck hook into somebody's drink. On the left side of the rough, okay? I'm killing somebody. Dude, and I then, am terrified to play with, like, a tunnel gallery, like, yeah. on either side. Because it's not like I'm, – I'm not worried about them, like, right there. Because I'm going to get it off the ground and I'm going to get it out there. It's just a matter of if you're on the left edge of the fairway, like, I just have a feeling if I cut one and it, and it just absolutely just starts to just tail off that I'm going to hit somebody in the head – Type thing? I don't know. Well, it, it, hit right I'm worried about the guy 15 bad, yards away. Yeah, I'm praying for a Jordan speed bounce off of somebody's shin. Tyler's well, gonna aim at, at the person five feet in front of him in the gallery. Right? No, there. I'm just saying I hate when people watch me and uh, just think about you know you got people on your left and people on your right. The way that my drive goes, sometimes it's going to go into somebody's shin or somebody's backyard pool. Yeah. Well, you look at guys like uh, oh, Chad has a story about that. Yeah, I do have a story. About that. <laughs> uh, you look at guys like Good Good when they did their first like live event. Garrett, the one that started Good yes. Good. I mean, he's a phenomenal golfer. First tee, he yanks a drive into somebody's shin. Like that, like fifty yards the, away to the hospital. Oh like, my god, it's pressure, man. Like it's that's nerve wracking. Um, I think I would feel much better hitting like a wedge off the tee, and not an, I'm not a driver. I don't know. I no. Yeah, see, I'm I'd not, rather have I'm a driver not, in my hand because with the wedge, I feel like I'd shank so it. I'd hosel shank it and I like not pick anything hit in somebody. I don't know. Hey, it happens to the best of them. Tiger Woods shanked a shot uh, this weekend. Um, it's just because he has see, the shit. What other? Do you think you could get a hit off a of, or make contact off a major league pitcher? Like if you've got. 
who's your Braves dude? Uh, Spencer Strider? Is that the mustache? Yeah, no. <laughs> no, I would not you know, make contact. Foul ball. <laughs> I could probably not even hit an 80 mile an hour fastball. No, I think I I've never contact. seen more than like 75. <laughs> All Straight. I'm saying is Anthony Rizzo striking me out, like man. up there. Like, there's no chance with like fifty thousand people that I'm gonna I'm gonna hit anything. I mean, even if Anthony Rizzo throws a rainbow at me, what I if, think. What about ahead. a soccer goal, like a penalty kick? I'll Ron, take that one. That's I try easy. it. I try it for sure. And it's a 50-50 shot. You know, left do or a right. goal uh, in a professional soccer match. I'll take that as mine. Okay. People that say soccer is hard is that's a oh, joke. That's up. the biggest. Oh, joke here of comes a controversial topic. Jake, don't know. It's very hard. That's a joke. I think. <laughs> Jacob says soccer is a joke. Golf is the real sport. Well, okay, I just you... think that soccer is a lot easier. I mean, it is ten. I mean, ten to twenty times easier. I don't really have an argument. I golf. I think is much harder than soccer oh, yeah. but i would be gassed two minutes into the game there's no way i'm running up and down the well, yeah you couldn't be a I'll, midfielder most of the time most of the time <laughs> so, yeah. those guys aren't even moving that's the that's the other thing too i mean it's all strategy and they spend more time power walking than running i mean that's i think soccer would be more fun if you could free sub and bring guys back in you would see more intensity yeah more oh like, like hockey like one come out yeah like, more like oh, we got a full line <laughs> Yeah, but the field's so big, and there's like yeah, it's, it's what, there's times when there's yards? nobody, there's nobody within forty yards of you at times. I mean, that's that's to me the, the crazy part. I don't know. And the goal I, is how big, and the dude standing in the goal is how small. Like that, that just I can't get over. Like I can't even score a goal in FIFA, Jacob. I don't know why. Yeah, you hit the cross. I hit the cross. Don't tell me about easy. I hit the crossbar six times in FIFA. Oh, that's accuracy. I think I'd be a good defender. I just slide tackle Won't people. play FIFA when I get cards. Yes, but I'd be taking people out left and right. Uh, where were we going with this? Um, what we could do in best professional sports? All Star Weekend, and we went off the rails as we yeah, always Tyler, yeah, what that, should, what best best. Uh, a couple of years ago, I would have said NBA, but MLB. Uh, I think that you boys forgot about the celebrity softball game. That might be the best like defender of all. We get a lot of folks. Participate in that one, uh, but I will say I re- I liked uh, whenever they did the ten outs uh, rather than the timed. Uh, they, I feel I a little like the bit, they feel a little bit rushed, uh, but you know. And then the game too had little had more like the winner got home field in the World Series. I wish that they still did that, uh, but I guess uh, the yeah. regular season has to mean something. Uh, but yeah, I think that the MLB uh, overall does does a very good job. You got to be careful going to these celebrity all star games. CJ Stroud's bringing Amber Rose home with him. Be careful, young guy. How uh, old is Raleigh Fingers, dude? That guy's got to be 90. Like, what the heck is that? That guy's out there playing in every celebrity softball game. Like, known hey, if to you me. Can hit it. Go for there's, it. There's, like, the celebrity softball game has got to be the, the strangest spectrum of, of people with talent of all time. You have, Let's like, talk about the, the people celebrity. Uh, basketball game. I don't know how people out there were. 36 in that game. Yeah. They yeah, don't like the people that if you're like a professional play. athlete. You're a professional athlete. You shouldn't yeah. be able to play. Well, they had WNBA players playing in it. Like, yeah. they're professional basketball players. Like, That's really? Wild. Come on. I don't know. There's people that are playing in those, those things, like the celebrity softball games, like people that play college women's softball. And then you've got 
freaking 90 year old raleigh fingers like like what, what in the world is going on and there are some people that have never even swung a bat in their life and it just it doesn't make any sense like they had a girl on there that was pitching for a team she played college softball she's throwing yeah, gaps by these people yeah like what what is that well, I miss the days back in celebrity basketball games where it was like Kevin Hart going up against Quavo one-on-one in the paint. I mean, come on. That's, that's cinema right there. And now you got Micah Parsons going up against uh, – I didn't watch it, but yeah. yeah Puka. Puka was like, in- you got two professional athletes hooping against – I'm sure their right teams there. were loving that. Yeah. <laughs> Bring the old people back. Bring Larry Bird back and Bill Walton and all of them. Like, come on. Let's put I want to Shaq see, like, out on the floor. Get him Julius get him Irving absolutely just go sideways on somebody. I like it. Um, but, yeah, All-Star Weekend. I think we're all in agreement that baseball's probably got the best one. Uh, Tyler, we're going to talk about football. We have to, even though it's not football season. Uh, preseason NFL predictions, we're going to take uh-huh. stock. We're honest at Sports Scramble. We admit to our wrongs. So, Tyler, why don't you tell us the predictions? Uh, we want to go by division. How are we doing this? Yeah, we're going to go by division. Uh, so, what right. we're going to do is we're going to go division by division, and then we have our overall Super Bowl winners. Uh, there's only one time that all four – actually, no, there's two There's two divisions that all four of us on it. Uh, but other than that, uh, we have uh, three of us on there. Uh, so we're going to start with AFC South. So we knew that the AFC South uh, winner was a surprise to all of us, I think, was the Houston Texans. Uh, but I'm going to go down the list. Jacob, you picked the Jacksonville Jaguars. I picked the Jaguars. Wade picked the Jaguars. But Chet picked the Houston Texans. Let's go, baby. I got one. That's a homer pick. <laughs> I knew CJ right. Shell was going to be great. He was. All right, now on to the NFC South. Uh, we got a lot of variety in this one. Uh, Chad and I picked the Saints. Uh, close, I was very close. I was very wrong with the Saints. I said that they were going to go eleven to five. Not even close. Yeah, Wade, you went with the Atlanta, Wade, you went with the Atlanta Falcons. Well, the Falcons no no longer have a head coach anymore. Uh, but the worst one of all, Jacob picked the Carolina Panthers to win this division. Yikes! <laughs> Nobody picked the Bucks. Nobody picked the Bucks. Yeah, well, especially with Brady leaving, I mean, we kind of didn't know where the Bucks stood. Nobody expected Baker Mayfield to lead them to the promised land. Well, Baker, Baker Mayfield wasn't even there when we made this that's this true. thing. We thought that Kyle Trask was going to be the freaking starter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, got a good. Point you did a good job, Chet, aka Baker. Thanks. No, you did. All right, let's move on down. Uh, AFC East was a clean sweep. Uh, I picked the Bills. Chet picked the Bills, and Wade picked the Bills. And the Bills were the overall winner. It was close. The Miami Dolphins uh, was the game away, and then obviously the Jets uh, with injury to Aaron Rodgers wasn't really much of a threat. Uh, so all right on that one. The only one right. Well, Chet gets two points so far. He has the Texans and the Bills. And then we all went over four on the NFC South because that was one of the worst divisions this year. We're not going to count that one. NFC East. Let's go on to this one. This was also a close race. Uh, Wade and I picked the Eagles. Uh, oh, so close. Chet once again is right with the Dallas Cowboys. And as always, they win the division but choke in the playoffs as they always do. AFC West was pretty easy. We all went with the Kansas City Chiefs. Not only they won the division, they won the Super Bowl. NFC West. Uh, Wade and I picked the 49ers. We were right on that. Chet went with the Seattle Seahawks, who were probably the hype team uh, in that one. Uh, But 
they didn't make the playoffs either. Uh, so wrong on that one. AFC North, we were all wrong on this one, but we probably didn't know that this guy was going to get hurt. The Cincinnati Bengals were a clean sweep in that division with me, Wade, and Jacob taking Joey B. But it was uh, Baltimore Ravens. Not even close division in that one. And, you know, we had the Cleveland Browns get 11 wins. Who would have thought that with Joe Flacco coming out of nowhere with that team? NFC North. Uh, Jacob and I were right on this one, going with the Detroit Lions. Wade had the Minnesota Vikings. I don't think Yikes. any of us either had Kirk Cousins uh, tearing his Achilles either. All right, the big daddy of them all. It was Chet, Tyler, and Cameron on this show. Who would have thought that? Uh, so we'll <laughs> roll with Cameron first. Eagles versus Bengals with the Bengals winning the Super Bowl. Chet, you had the 49ers in the Super Bowl versus the Bengals, though, and you had the Bengals winning. Hey, we, Joey B, man, I mean, they screwed all of us getting hurt. He did. He screwed us. And then I had the Eagles versus the Bills, uh, Eagles winning. Uh, I was riding the first half of the season, not riding the second half. Uh, they absolutely sucked. And so, I said uh, Chiefs your, and 49ers, uh, you know? Shut up, Wade. You weren't on the show. You have no say in this one. I think overall, uh, Chet was the winner uh, in the preseason picks. Boom. Thank you. I think uh, Jacob of ultimately people... loser for picking the Carolina Panthers to win a division. I would have said I... Bills and 49ers, to be real. I would have picked the Bills, and I would have picked the Niners. I, like, those too. are teams that I would have picked. You did pick the Lions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, we're looking for a new fourth because Jacob was completely wrong in all. Yeah, he picks, was so non-existent. <laughs> I did not qualify for for this. I'll have to do college. Fo- we'll do college football next week too. Uh, so okay. I'll bring that up. I'll bring that come at me week. for college basketball. Come at me for college basketball. Okay, I'm well you a- better be. <laughs> I'm winning the millie. Speaking of college basketball, uh, Tyler, top 16 seed reveal. Do you have that? Or I yes, I, yes, I do. Uh, so the top 16 was revealed this past Saturday. I don't think any of us have watched a lick of college basketball. Have I've been we? watching it a little bit. Here, I watched yeah. that TCU Baylor triple overtime. Speak okay. for well. yourself. All right, let's go. I'll start off with the one seeds. Uh, So uh, we have the Midwest, the East, the South, and the West. Uh, The Midwest is going to be in Detroit. The East is going to be in Boston. The South is going to be in Dallas. And the West is going to be Los Angeles. The number one overall seed is a team that just got beat by Ohio State that doesn't have their head coach anymore, the Purdue Bulletmakers. Uh, I would not pick this team going far. I mean, I know that they're good, uh, but the – like the past two years have shown that they lost to a number 16 seed last season and then a number 15 seed the previous season. So I'm not buying the hype in Purdue. Uh, Connecticut is another number one seed, the reigning national champs. Houston out of the Big 12, uh, their number one seed. And Arizona out of the West uh, in the final uh, season being a Pac-12 team. The number two seeds are Tennessee, North Carolina, Marquette, in Kansas, and then we have three seeds being Baylor, Iowa State, Alabama out of the SEC, and then we also have the Duke Blue Devils being number three, and then the four seed San Diego State, a team that made it to the Final Four last season, Wisconsin. I don't really see them being a number four seed once the bracket is unveiled. They really been in a rough stretch, and then we have another Big Ten team, Illinois, and then rounding out the top four. This will probably change since this team just lost to Kentucky, uh, but Auburn rounds out the top 16. Yeah, Kentucky played Auburn out their own arena. Um, let them know that they are an actual blue blood. Auburn is not. When is the final 64-man, uh, like, you know, when's everything announced? Is that the uh, middle March, of March, right? 
Yeah. Cool. Okay. So a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks. Uh, March Madness is going to be wild, as it always is. We'll, I'm we'll thinking if we pick. stick to our Sunday show, we just do a full-on March Madness and all four of us pick a bracket live on air. When's the unveil? Sunday at uh, Sunday afternoon. So it will be unveiled before we, we go live. I like it. I like it. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get that going for the March Madness show. Um, still early on. Those will continue to change over the next few weeks. Uh, but like you mentioned, Purdue, no coach has predicted a number one seed. I don't know if that's going to stay. Well, Ohio State didn't have a coach. They beat them. Oh, sorry. Uh, well, we'll see how Purdue bounces back. They're a bunch of frauds. <laughs> a bunch of frauds. I like it. Uh, let's talk some college baseball. Uh, of course, I watched all of LSU, but I was kind of cued in uh, on the remaining of the of the SEC and just around the country. Florida dropped their opening day game to St. John's. I think it was nine to four. Not a great yeah. look for the Gators there. Um, Ole Miss lost two out of three to Hawaii. Not a great look for Ole Miss. Uh, we'll see how they bounce back. Um, Mississippi State and Air Force was close. Uh, of course, LSU scored 27 runs on Sunday. We're the best. We're going to repeat. I think everybody knows that. Um, who else? Wake Forest got it done. Chase Burns looked good starting for them, pumping 100-101. Uh, I saw the POV behind the plate. That's a nasty slider he's working with. Um, there's another big team that struggled. I think Vanderbilt lost a game. Is that right? Vanderbilt now? lost. Texas lost a game. Nearly yeah. lost the series. Uh, um, it was not great opening weekend for the top top ten uh, top schools. LSU, uh, the new polls came out. Wake Forest is still one. I think LSU moved up to two. It's LSU. Uh, Arkansas is number two. Arkansas lost the game, didn't they? Or no? Yeah, no. they lost one to James Madison. No, they did. Okay. And they narrowly won the other ones. Uh, so, would y'all? I mean, I don't know if you were able to watch a lot of college baseball. What'd you take from opening weekend, Tyler? <clears throat> I think a uh, couple of winners of the weekend, uh, Oklahoma, uh, they went 3-0 uh, in, uh, in Arlington uh, in that little uh, tournament out there uh, with Tennessee. I think that Tennessee looked good, uh, but, and, you know, Oregon, uh, they almost had a comeback. South Carolina was another team I was looking at. They uh, no-hit uh, Miami of Ohio. I don't think that Five Miami pitchers. Yeah, it's going to be a good baseball uh, club, uh, but I think that South Carolina is heavy as uh, the SEC East is going to be. Uh, uh, so I think uh, those are the two winners of the weekend, and Duke too, uh, beating Coastal Carolina at their place, and also uh, uh, putting it on George Mason. Poor old George Mason. Uh, they did they yeah. did not fare well this weekend. <laughs> Duke beat them twenty three to five on Saturday. Coastal Carolina beat them, I think, twenty one to nothing on Friday. I'm looking for that score. Twenty six to nothing. Sorry, um, LSU scored the most out of anybody at twenty seven. Throwing that back out there. We're going to repeat. We're the best. Um, Jacob, your Nittany Lions edged out Monmouth in the 10th inning, 6-5 to five on Friday. Uh, look for the other scores. They beat Army 4-3 to three on Saturday. Very nice. And then Sunday, uh, they beat Army 12-4. to four. Look at you, Jacob. Congratulations. Thanks, yeah, thanks. Team. I don't know. Did they play yep. today? Uh, I don't think so, no. Yeah, not only a few few teams around the country play today. Uh, I think Wake Forest is deserving of that number one ranking. I don't think that's really going to change for a couple of weeks until they start getting into some divisional play, um, some conference play. But we'll see how it shakes out. I'm just glad it's back. Got to watch uh, 
like Tyler and I had our pre-recorded the Bayou Bengal Bites episode. Subscribe, check it on our YouTube channel. Breaking down the LSU weekend. It's great to get the the homers, the Ben McDonald uh, in the box with Lynn Rollins. I'm sure every team's got them. You just hear all the fun calls. It's uh, Wade. I'm gonna let you give your uh, hidden gem because yours plays into college baseball. If you want to kind of give give us a preview of that one. Yeah, are we going right into hidden gems? I'm gonna let you go into it, and then we'll see okay. where this, where it takes us. I gotta get this name correct because it's very hard to pronounce. <laughs> Neil, it, great stories. Neil mentioned the ES, ECU player. Uh, let me see if I can find his name. But he he came back. I believe he uh, am, had an amputated leg last season. Comes back, plays yeah. with a prosthetic leg. So that was a he great. Gets honorary story. dog of the week. Yes, we give him an honorary show dog of the week. All right, Wade. Hit us with your gym. All right. So Sacramento State's Matt Masculangelo, uh, he transferred in from junior college. I don't know if I got that name right. <laughs> Matt M. from Sacramento. Uh, he transferred Matt in, M. and he was making his debut for his new team, and he got hit nine times this weekend uh, by a pitch. Only eight of them counted because the ump ruled that he was crowding the plate and not getting out of the way on the ninth one. But the ball oh, the ninth one, he, he ruled that? <laughs> yeah. Do you blame the man? And, and honestly, I didn't get a great view of the um, at-bats because they had, like, the camera from behind home plate rather than, like, facing the batter. But it really doesn't look like he's crowding the plate all too much. Um, but he got hit three times in the season opener, and then they played a doubleheader because of weather and he got hit four times in the second game so seven times in one day then he wakes up with a giant bruise on that left leg and gets hit two more times on sunday um so just baseball is like a kooky sport and um just to get hit nine times i mean what are the odds some guys won't get hit nine times in their career and he did it in one weekend he at one point had been hit six out of seven at bats like, that's yeah. insane. Um, to get hit that many times, maybe he was crowding the plate a little. Like you said, the camera angle isn't great, so mm-hmm. don't know 100% for sure. But since we're already into hidden gems, Tyler, what's your hidden gem for the week? My hidden gem is a little excursion by Jimmy Grant that he's going on. He's going to be joining a four-person team intending to row across the Arctic Ocean in July 2025. Uh, so he's probably going to be freezing. Uh, so this is the trip will be starting at – I don't know if I'm saying this. I'm not even going to try to pronounce this town in Norway, but they're going to be starting in Norway okay. and going all the way to, I don't even know, Svalbard, wherever the heck that is in the country. Uh, so I bet that's going to be a heck of a trip. Uh, I'm, um, I'm guessing uh, he's done with uh, football if he's doing this. <laughs> I would assume he is retired. We haven't seen an official announcement, but a lot of the headlines I saw this today said X Saints tight end. So I would imagine yeah. uh, they did not renew his contract and uh, he's retiring. Uh, I saw a fun little stat about that, Tyler. They take turns rowing two hours or two hours at a time, and they're not allowed to sleep for more than ninety minutes at a time. Hmm. That's so, castaways, but in real life. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's interesting how they're going to accomplish that. Jacob, what do you got for us on hidden gems uh, for this week? Uh, hidden gems this week. Uh, actually, it was today. Uh, we had a for the first time in a long time we had a football score in a hockey game. Um, so the Minnesota Wild uh, played today against 
God, now I just lost it in my head. Played against the Vancouver Canucks. The final nice. score was 10 to 7. Uh, Dang. So, yeah, I don't know if nobody had any goalies uh, or potentially, you know, the equipment staff was out there playing goalie. But, yeah, 10 to 7, uh, that hasn't happened in a very, very, very long time. Um, over goodness gracious yeah, that, like that's a a 17 game. goals in one game there's no lack of uh goal horns and offense in that one sounds like a baton zydeco game am i right <laughs> they, uh, they're they're not very good they're seven and 26 <laughs> whenever the zydeco and and they're on their third coach of the season jeez though i think i'm gonna I come over and coach wade <laughs> uh my head jim and this kind of plays into the title of the show, a little NMLB jersey controversy. Um, not a great look for our friends over at Fanatics. Dude, uh, not a good look at all. It's awful. Yeah, so the MLB has switched uh, to be to partner with Nike to, to manufacture their jerseys through Fanatics. Um, players are not a fan of it. Yeah, they say it's a little lightweight athletic wear. Uh, but the jerseys are not custom fit to you like they were previously. Um, the spacing with the names and the numbers looks abysmal. And they're pretty much see-through. I mean, these are like T-shirt jerseys that they're giving to the players. You can buy the same jersey all, online as, as the players are wearing. That's that's not what you want. They're like $400. So. It's, it's also insane with how, how much it costs. Now let's do a little bit of a live review here. Do you have one? You can. I guess so. What we want to know is if it trickled down to college baseball. I'm pretty impressed with the quality, but you can tell it's not stitched on. Is this a current jersey for LSU? Yeah, this is fresh from the shop. Like, Does it have uh, the boot it's on? It's not embroidered, per se, but the logo is stitched on. Okay. And they moved the flag to the back. Now, what was interesting is on Saturday – LSU was wearing last year's pinstripe jerseys where this logo was on the back and the flag was on the sleeve, but I believe that they switched it for this year or I got ripped off for an authentic jersey. <laughs> I did see someone uh, post a jersey. It was an LSU jersey on Twitter, and it was pretty much see-through that they bought in the in the shop at the game. So not a great look, uh, at least from the MLB. I mean, these guys wait – these guys wait their entire career to get to the pros, see your name stitched on the back, have the jersey custom fitted. They bring a tailor in for the pants, and all that's apparently is going out of the window. All right, let's do it. This is what they used to look like, right? Right? Decent. Yeah. This is from China, but this yeah, is essentially like what the Nike ones look like. <laughs> yeah, somebody said it's a DH gate knockoff, is what they're making them wear now. Um, you look how like, the colors are different, you know? Well, yeah. the National Hockey League's the same way. They did the same contract. They used to be with Adidas for the longest time. This is the last year that they're with Adidas. I mean, going forward, they're going to be with Fanatics. And all of their jerseys are like, they used to be cut to your pads and everything. Right. And, you know, would make it to where it was more of a streamlined fit. Now it's like going to be this loose fit. And it's like the same thing. It's going to be really, really thin. And I'm thinking... These guys are playing hockey. I mean, they need something that's going to be cut-proof and everything else. Like, they're just going to rip them in half. Yeah. Yeah, so that was my hidden gem, which is kind of hidden. It's kind of mainstream news. MLB players are not happy about it. Um, that's and sad it's kind news. of 
shows that money wins in the end. It's the cheaper alternative, and they're just what's crazy is they're charging the fans four hundred dollars for a jersey. That's crap. Like yeah, that's, just I just can't. I don't get why you can't go with the lighter material, but keep the same quality on the stitching and the name on the yeah. back. Like Looks do whatever you want, but how are you butchering like spacing numbers? evenly across the back of a jersey like that's not a new concept exactly so it's it's pretty bad or uh, the colors know, are wrong like the braves colors look like knockoff you know like, yeah the, like i said that someone said they're knockoff dh gate jerseys and i think that's the, the best the best uh that you can compare it um you know what's not a knockoff it's the guys who got or gals that got that dog in them so let's get the dog of the week How's that for a transition there? Uh, dog of the week. Let's start with you, Wade. Who you got? Uh, I got to go. I was going to give it to South Carolina for that combined no hitter, but Chet dogged on my dog. Uh, but I feel yeah, like I should go in there and, and upsetting them in basketball. The five person no hitter. Not that impressive. But yeah, but that's the best I got because I didn't watch a lot of sports this weekend. Um, uh, I think a comical dog of the week was North Carolina State and Clemson basketball. It was like the only game I got on satellite TV. Clemson was winning the entire game. And then North Carolina State, uh, I got to look up the guy's name, but he scored the final six points of the game and won the game for them. So that was that was pretty dog-like. But for now, South Carolina's um, combined no-hitter caught my eye but let me see if i can get the north Carolina state guys some credit tyler who you got for dog of the week um you know what? i'm gonna go by so i'm gonna go with steven milam uh the freshman uh out of new mexico uh i think that he's gonna be your starting second baseman uh for the tigers uh he uh going into the today's game against central arkansas was batting 714 i think he went two for four Probably dropped a little bit down, uh, but uh, he's five foot eight. Uh, but he's got Those some professional at bats. Uh, so Stephen Milam, uh, the freshman out of New Mexico, gets a dog. I like it. Like I said on our on our recap show, Jose Altuve esque. Butch, what do you got for us? Uh, I'm gonna throw it back over to the Pacific Palisades, back to the Genesis. Uh, for me, it's okay. not the winner. It's not the winner uh, that I'm it's gonna. It's not pick. in and out either. And it's not in and out. Uh, my dog of the week is going to go to Willie Z, Willie Zal- Zalatoris. Um, I give it to him only because having back surgery a year ago, less than a year ago, uh, and coming back to play golf on the PGA Tour, a long road back, he ended up withdrawing from the Masters, which was a shame uh, in last April. So he's back, goes out there his fourth start since he's been back. And goes out and almost wins the tournament. Uh, plus, has a hole in one on Friday. Uh, wins a brand new car. For him and his caddy. So, you know what? That uh, that's a pretty impressive weekend for him. And uh, look, I'm literally I'm picking that guy to potentially win the Masters. I'm going to put it out there now. Oh, early pick early there. pick. Early pick. Uh, my dog of the week. Is not in and out. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, from the Genesis, mine is uh, Mr. Trey Young at the Celebrity Game. He was warming up, shooting around, or not Celebrity Game at the All Star Game, um, and 
the fans, he was walking back to the tunnel, and a fan goes, hey, I bet you $100 you can't make a shot from here. He's 90 feet away from the basket. Trey says, okay, turns around. Nothing but straight net. I mean, the thing didn't touch the rim. It didn't touch the backboard. It was a straight-up swish. He turned around, gave him the two cold, and then said, where's my 100 at? And the guy paid him. Credit to him. But that's a – that's a dog moment for me. I mean, I would have taken the guy's money. Like, I, I would have hey, taken the, the guy's bet, money. Man. Like, come on. He made play stupid uh, <laughs> games with stupid prizes. He had to pay the man $100. So. Oh, my God. And I want to give a shout-out to Matty Ice. He called me before the show. He apologized. He did not have a dog of the week. Um, I said he didn't oh, get to watch me. sports this weekend. So, he'll be back next week with his dog of the week. Uh, let's talk about the Genesis real quick. Uh, Fudge, you mentioned it. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama shot a course record 62, um, nine under on Sunday to come back. I think it was six shots down, uh, to start the day to come back and win to win at, uh, 17 under Tiger withdrew with flu, uh, with the flu with sickness. There was a lot of rumors that in and out may have caused him to go in and out of his pants. Um, Jordan Spieth wasn't feeling good. Went right he, in uh, and wire it out. <laughs> he, he, uh, I cracked myself up. George Smith uh, was disqualified for signing an incorrect scorecard. I want to get your take on that, Fudge. Um, and then there was just a lot of guys. Like you said, Hideki ran to the bathroom on the 18th green. Uh, Patrick Cantlay wasn't feeling well. The flu was going around the tour. Uh, Scotty Scheffler missed every putt known to man. It's really insane how much better his score would be if he could just make a birdie or a par putt. Um, so, Fudge, give me your take on the sports, uh, the Jordan Spieth, uh disqualification um so i my take on it i would say is uh the fact that you know he carded a he, he carded a three on the i believe the fourth hole um but ended up having a four uh, just, and it that was his actual score now there's an official that follows each group out there uh, and is basically keeping track of where they're at, uh, you know, score wise and everything. That's why when you watch it on TV, you already know what the guy is right. at. Because and also, of- the other player in the group is keeping track of the score. True. So, um, you know, the PGA Tour, the guys don't generally talk to each other like, you know, like you and I would do. We go out there and say, we're talking shit yeah, on that hole or whatever. It's like, it's it's already under You're own two in the whack. <laughs> uh but it, it it's more understood so uh for him you know it, i don't know what it is he said you know it was a mishap on his part uh that that happened i think what happens is a lot of times is guys get in a groove and they do the same thing that we do i mean they're human they go on to the next hole and they don't necessarily pull out their scorecard and they put their number down right away three right. holes later they're going Hmm, what did I score on that hole? So instead of asking an official, you know, that was nearby, he made a judgment call to, you know, basically take a stab at it or, or, you know, of what he got on there. That's my guess. I know he didn't disclose that, but um, that would be my guess. I don't think Jordan's in the in the game to cheat, especially when he was uh, six shots back in. Yeah, and he came out and owned it and was like, yeah, it was a mistake. The big thing was, uh, I think that the issue is you go through like three or four checks when you're in the scoring tent, and then if you sign it and then you leave, that's where the issue was. He left, 
Uh, funny enough, what people were saying on site was that he left to go to the bathroom because he had to go, yeah. which uh, leads us back it, to the in and out situation. Uh, I don't know, but to me, it's it's one of those where uh, I don't, honestly I wouldn't even worry about at this point on the PGA Tour with physical scorecards. Um, yeah, you know, they, they still do the physical scorecards. I mean, the thing about it is, is there's an official following every single group and more often than not, the official is correct. Uh, they're, they're not playing. All they have is one job. No, Mm -hmm. each guy score in the group. That's their job. Uh, and when we watch it on the broadcast, their score is 99.9% of the time. It's correct. Um, so to me, it just feels like another thing for you know nostalgia the fact that they actually still have physical scorecards i get the yardage books but physical scorecards to me i think are a waste um now if you do have a discrepancy with it no comment but um (laughs) like i I think it's i think it's a waste of just time and and energy it's the, the, the the official scorer got it correct but in the PJ Tour's mind, the player is the official score. So if they don't sign it correctly right then and there, they are out of the question. And for me, for Michael Greller not to step in and say something to him or review it in any sort of way, I just think it shows that these guys are lazy too. I mean, there's times they're lazy and not paying attention. I mean, right. and ultimately it's Jordan Spieth's mistake but i think greller can be at fault a little bit for sitting there going hey let's review your card before you go to turn it in i mean he knows every single shot that you hit on that course every day well we'll see it probably in full swing season three when that comes out um another maybe thing it was that, maybe it was for the show guys maybe maybe he had the shits and he had he was like look i can't play this tournament any longer tiger got the flu the tiger got the flu for the show yeah um something to add to that is that it i don't think if you get okay if you turn in a scorecard that's like blasphemy like totally wrong you're obviously trying to cheat you miss up one score okay here's a two-shot penalty and you you still play tomorrow like you shouldn't be disqualified a lot of golfers came out and said that because it sounded like it was an honest mistake the man wrote the wrong score down had to beeline to the bathroom he was aggravated because he double double bogeyed 18. We all see how Spieth runs on the course. Uh, he gets very hot and heavy out there. So it's, I think the DQ was a little over dramatic. But we're not well, DJ Tour officials. I wanna. I don't remember who was he playing with. Do we do we know? Was who he, he playing, playing with Xander that day? Xander was asked about it. So my thing too is is that they're required to check with the other player that's right. also keeping their score when they go into the tent. My thing is is that was there no discrepancy when the two of them that's sat there? Crazy. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Before you sign it, you don't just go in there willy nilly. And Jordan's bad about that because they've shown video inside of the scoring tent, you know, of him, and he's the first one to sign, the first one to get up, and the first one out the door. Mm-hmm. Like I just think it's he just doesn't he's not paying attention to what he's doing there well and, he's aggravated you know, finally bit him in the ass. and yeah uh but dq learn from your mistake i'm sure he, i'm sure he did that's a lot of money for him to miss out on uh especially with being an elevated event next week we've got the mexican open tony finau's going trying to defend his title i don't even know who's in the field um 
so we can't really preview, uh, preview that one. Uh, I think Rory but, took the week off. Yeah, I think a lot of the stars are taking a week off after this uh, after this elevated event. Uh, what else I have on my notes here? NCAA EA Sports or EA Sports NCAA. I don't know how to say that. Full details coming in May. Game coming out this summer. That could be June, July, August, September. I think it classifies as the summer months. Uh, what y'all think from the trailer? A little bit of excitement brewing. Kind of what we expected, but I think it will be interesting to see what modes you can play and what's the game engine like. Is it going to be Madden with college jerseys or are you going to have like, I always felt like in the college football one, there was like, you could make an error and still make like a good play. Like you could throw on the run and like still pull off a hell of a play. And like, I feel like you see that kind of stuff in college football. So it's, it's accurate. Whereas in the NFL, like you would never get away with it. So, yeah. I'm excited just to have it back. Tyler, I know you're pumped. We'll get an online dynasty going. We'll get the whole crew rocking and rolling. NIL deals slinging them left and right. And honestly, squad's going to take on the Sun Belt. There we go. Some you, Tyler, you said it. Some YouTube content. Everybody gets one Sun Belt school or a max. I call school. Arizona State. Take uh, on South Alabama. Going to get a natty. That's all I got, guys. Anything else from this We got hit NASCAR. We got hit NASCAR. Oh, NASCAR. Thank you, Wade. Thank you. Uh, today. It was today. It was today. It was moved to today. I've got Neil's updates here. Uh, there was a little bit of drama in a qualifying race. Uh, so some wrecks. Um, I'm trying to see who. Christopher Bell uh, won the duel number two in the qualifying. In an exciting last two laps, Kaz Ugrala gets the last open spot over BJ McLeod. We had a solid race, but let's get into the great American race, as Neil NASCAR Neil coined it, and I think that's the official saying. Uh, started off with some action with a caution on lap five when JHN got a bad push and collected Burton and multiple others. Then the next 25 laps, cars went to fuel saving uh, mode, running half throttle to the front four, realized they were about to short the stage and decided to hammer it down. The front six decided to put uh, with 25 or decided to go to the pits with 25 to go in the stage. Chase Elliott wins stage one uh, for with all Hendrick cars running in the top five. Early stage two, the third line forms on the outside and takes momentum off the inside line, shuffling the entire field along with Briscoe and Barry getting loose uh, on the in leading. When green flags stop in stage two to start, the rookie Barry gets spun out, getting uh, into a stall and takes fuel facing backwards. Um, and as stage two comes to a close, the field was ripe for a wreck, but everyone stayed clean with the champ Blaney winning the stage. Kyle Busch, who was dominant all race, had a missing wheel lock after stage pit stops and had to limp around the back to pit road, hoping not to lose the wheel, forcing him uh, to the rear of the race. The big wreck happens with eights go when Chastain, Logano, and Brad Kay were throwing big blocks when Brian hooks Brad Kay, sending him into the top line. Uh, this pissed off Neil because it eliminated four of his bets in that one move. Uh, they went to green caution with four to go, and Byron hops out front and holds it as he takes uh, home the victory, making it the first Hendrick win since Dale Jr. in 2014. Big way to start the season, and they've got the Xfinity Series later tonight. So thank you, NASCAR Neil. I know he's kind of dual watching us and the Xfinity Series. So uh, William Byron wins the Daytona 500. We'll see how the rest of the season goes. 
Gentlemen, anything else before we call this one and send it to the stratosphere? That's all she wrote. All right. Well, we appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe and like button. Leave us a comment. Uh, what your dog of the week or your hidden gym moment was uh, from last week. Uh, we're everywhere you can find your pods. Uh, with that, we'll catch y'all next week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>